Hey, what's up, everybody? It is Monday, July 4th, 2022, and welcome to a brand new episode, same day delivery of the Now Mind You podcast. This is episode 26, Manga. I'm TJ. I'm Matt. And we got a slim manga docket for you, but we got something for you nonetheless, right? Now, as usual, spoilers, there's your warning. Uh, in terms of the docket, we got Hajime no Ippo. We got uh, Sakamoto Days. We got My Hero Academia. And then, of course, for our topic of the week, what do we have, Matt? We have what was your first model kit and what got you into model kits? Boom. Without wasting any time, we're going to start it off with Hajime no Ippo. Matt, take it away. All right. So... <clears throat> we got Hajime no Ippo. This chapter was titled uh, Sendo versus Vogue. Uh, Vogue sorry. Uh, chapter 1386. Um, this was a straight pullback from all the action that we have been getting in the last few uh, chapters, but I wasn't mad at it because we needed it, a breather. <laughs> we needed a breather, but it also was another one of those chapters where it kind of pushes a plot and a subplot. Mm-hmm. And, you know, uh, they kind of utilize Vogue to, you know, pretty much say something that we all already knew. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but I'll get right into it. So pretty much the sparring has already ceased and all of that. Sendo decides to bring a crate and sits it in the middle of the ring, sits down and he tells Vogue to come over and like, you need to come sit down. We got to talk. Mm-hmm. And they start going back and forth about. Um, his sparring with Ippo and Sendo gets all angry and is like, you know, why was you going all hard on Ippo? You know that he can't fight no more because of his head injuries and stuff. Mm -hmm. Like, why would you even take it there? And Vorg is kind of like, bro, this man almost killed me in there. (laughs) Like, what are you talking about? My life was on the line. Right. Like, and they're going back and forth and Vorg's like, well, you know, like he pretty much was going so hard. I damn near forgot he was retired or what the issue was. Mm-hmm. So, you know what I'm saying? I'm sorry. And he was just like, but you seem to be like pretty worried about it. Like he your boy or something. <laughs> like, Shouldn't have said nah, that. I hate him. <laughs> like, yeah. he, he literally tells Vorg he hates them. They're enemies. The enemy said, and Vorg says the exact thing he should have said. Enemies that travel with each other to Mexico. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> so now Sendo has to realize that this entire time he has actually been friends with Epo. Basically, Vorg just said, hey, yo. <laughs> All right, bro. Like, my man, you know this is your homie. Like, I get it. Um, but pretty much they end up button heads essentially over that. And they damn near come to blows on the, did we just become best friends right. type of situation. So. Right. Everybody is also realizing that Ippo is very well on his way back. Mm-hmm. I think at this point, like more and more people are starting to see like Ippo kind of still has it. You know what I'm saying? Kinda. He never really lost it. <laughs> kind of. Yeah. Kind of is a real Just a little bit. Just a little bit. Yeah. But uh, yeah, TJ, what you think? Um... Yeah, no, I just touching on uh, what you just said with like Vore. Like Vore basically hit him with like a hey, you know, and Sunday was like, man, you're right. He is my boy. We did, This is the second time they've traveled to Mexico together, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but getting into my thoughts, I was just like, I found this chapter to be hilarious. Uh, there wasn't that much action, but I kind of thought of Vorg and Sendo as being proxies for us, the readers, right? 
like you kind of touched on with Vore, like asking all those questions and making all those statements and even Sendo to a certain degree, they were having a debate that we've all been having, especially like Matt and myself, like literally on air and off air. Um, albeit this was way more heated, right? Like Vore and yeah. Sendo almost coming to blows. Um, I like how Sendo was trying to give Vorg excuses, you know, like the you've been cutting weight, this, that, and the third. Mm-hmm. But the fact remains that Makunochi, Ipo, has been able to keep up and then some, right? Like Ipo even like shifted up to a higher gear toward the end of their bout, right? Like literally right before he was about to launch this. I don't even think he realized that he evolved the Dempsey role, but he was about to just... He still doesn't know now. <laughs> yeah, he was about to just end Vorg, right? Um... The crux of their frustration, and this is something Matt and I have talked about or alluded to on the podcast, and that's been alluded to this whole time, right? During the Hajime no insert ancillary character days, right? Is right. if he's retired, why has he gotten strong? Why is he seeking new power? Why has that Dempsey role evolved to that point, right? Before was so blue, like, <laughs> like why he wear weights? Like, yeah. What are we talking about? He's like, what is he doing with this strength? Why is he getting stronger? It's like, he's like, retired, maybe he, he just want to be dangerous forever. <laughs> right. I mean, there's something to be said too. Like, Epo is obviously a creature of habit to the point where this is something you even call him, Matt. Like, you could debate, like, he might be on the spectrum, right? No, nah, bro. You um, get his like, he can't, to do, he can't all he gonna deviate. Ever do. Like, yeah, he can't deviate from his plan, from his structure. Uh, so you can make that argument as well. But even to his own detriment, he can't right. break away from it. He right. just can't do it. Like there was it's a point where possible. it's like, if he hadn't seen the physical therapist where he was doing things that were literally destroying his body, like the way he was punching, right? She had to be like, no, just do this. And of course he did that religiously and he became strong. But it's like, just to say, or just to supplement what you're saying, like he will do something to, the, to, to his own detriment, uh, if not course corrected by like an outside force. Um, the man is just a locomotive. Uh, no, honestly, it, it actually, I don't know if you ever read uh, Ice Shield 21, um, mm-hmm. the football manga slash anime that came out like way back in the day. And when I say way back in the day, I'm talking about like early 2000s, right? Yeah, I missed that one. <laughs> but, uh, but there was like a character on one of the football teams who was basically described as being like a train, like. Once you put this receiver on on a pathway, he's just going to keep going until he catches the ball. Like, you can try to stop him, but you can't. Like, he'll even have his arms shaped like a, like, you know, like the connecting rods between uh, train wheels, locomotive wheels that, like, kind of, like, pump them and make sure that they spin or whatever. That's what his arms would be doing when he was running. But that's that's low-key kind of like the, the EPO vibe or whatever. But Yeah, for real. That's neither here nor there. I'm looking forward to the next chapter. I know you are as well, man. I got nothing else to say. It was just a nice little breather, man. In a yeah, it way. was. That that's kind of the only that's the only thing he knows how to do. Right, right. For real. You want to get into this next one, player? Oh man, let me just inhale real quick. All right, Sakamoto Days chapter seventy-seven, title K I L L I N G. This this does not miss. Um, the previous chapter, Sakamoto was just doing a little housekeeping uh, <laughs> as a teacher, you know, how one does. Uh, let me get into a little real quick summary. Sakamoto has a teaching slash mentoring moment with the youth and understands why they refuse to attend classes. Meanwhile, Nagumo, Shishiba, and Osuragi, asterisk, uh, experience some turbulence on the highway. 
Let me get into the review. Um, <laughs> Asterisk. Uh, at this point with Sakamoto Days, I'm just like, what? What's it like to be the editor for this series? Because you know how they do, right? We've read enough manga where they like kind of do that meta thing where they show that every manga artist has an editor that basically mm-hmm. handles them. So I'm like, what is it like to be the editor of a series like Sakamoto Days? Are you losing sleep? And you're worried sick about what the first draft of the chapter probably looks like, like what Yuto Suzuki is going to drop on your desk. Like, Man. remember what we end up seeing, what gets published is the approved version. And this is for kids, right? I'm, I'm going to skip ahead a little uh-huh. bit, but that, that last double spread panel was Nagumo just murking four dudes in a moving car. What was the first draft like? Like you know, what I mean, like, like <laughs> probably I'm worse. Wondering, I'm wondering, like, if if it's just like, oh no, we can't publish this. But this is okay. <laughs> you know what I mean? I'm just like, yo, yeah. um, that's all. That's all I'm saying. Uh, this new era, Shonen Jump. I, I don't Definitely. know. Maybe, maybe I'm just uh, maybe it's just recency bias. But I feel like I may have read like more violent stuff coming out of Shonen Jump. Maybe I just can't remember. I mean, Dragon Ball's had its violent moments too. I'm just like. I, was Fist of the North Star a Shonen Jump? Mm, uh, I feel like it was, yeah. Yeah, and I mean, Fist yeah. of the North Star. JoJo's Bizarre. JoJo is pretty wild, too. I'm just saying, like, maybe it's a recency bias. I just don't remember things being like this. Uh, I'm not complaining, though. Uh, <laughs> I'm just like, yo, kids watch this. That's all I'm saying. Right. Now, shout out to great teacher Oni Sakamoto in this chapter, right? Had to break a few ways to get these kids respect, apparently. Um, I use kids loosely because of kill babies, any indicator, you can be whatever age, right? Right. Uh, also, if you've ever been like in real life on a college campus, you can be of any age, right? If you're attending college. Uh, so it's what it is. Now, I'm considering the, JC, the JCC kind of like more of a college than a high school. Uh, but dude, the way this chapter low-key kind of reflected the issues around radicalization of the youth that's going on globally. Uh, <laughs> listen, I'm not going to go too far into it, but it looks like in this universe, capitalism is a problem. Um, so it looks like a capitalism is a problem too. Ew. But it looks like <laughs> Slur's movement is capitalizing on the fact that the JAA, right? Because the, the JAA oversees the JCC at the end of the day, right? It's a mm-hmm. monopoly and it eats up too much of, you know, folks' earnings, right? Somehow, X has turned himself into a folk hero as a result, which I think can be a problem for the future, right? Uh, yeah. And Sakamoto is kind of alluding to this too, because it's one thing if, you know, our protagonist crew, Sakamoto, Sheen, and the, and the, and the crew, right, has to deal with Slur and the small group. Uh, shout out, what was his name? Club Jam, Candy Jam. <laughs> Club Jam Jam and like Carolina Reaper, I because they have the funniest names. Um, But it's another thing if Slur has the ability to radicalize and mobilize a whole population against them down the line, right? Mm Because then it turns into a different like war, if you will. Um, And we've seen plots like that happen before. Hell, like that's low key uh, stain in my hero, right? It wasn't necessarily like his whole. uh, hunting heroes that made him a threat, but it's also the fact that he became a martyr and was able to mobilize other people to, you know, follow in his footsteps, so to speak. Sakamoto tries to calm them down with some vanilla expressions, but Amane, who's got that school shooter energy, uh, although technically everybody in this universe is a school shooter, 
footnotes. Right. Um, he seems to be fully convinced slash brainwashed slash not buying it and looks like there'll be a problem in the future. I'm only saying this because of how much detail we see put mm-hmm. into their character design and the fact that we get a, a full panel dedicated to their to their full body, right? Um, side note, if they're so against the JAA, why are they still enrolled in classes? Like, why not just drop out and join in Slur's ranks right then and there? Yeah, like, why y'all not, why y'all on campus? Well, probably right. because you don't, you don't get to just go and be in Slur's ranks. Right, right. Oh, well, you we saw how they jump you into their game. Uh, <laughs> but I was just, I was just curious about that. Like, whether or not they get into Slur's ranks, though, it's like, why, why still be a part of the, the machine, so to speak, uh, that you're you. rallying against? You feel you're me? You're making a lot of uh, sense. Last few points. Uh, Osaragi, Chainsaw, Circular Saw Girl, is going to be pissed. Um, it's always funny how nonchalant Shishiba is, but it might be important to note that uh, they basically kind of give tell us, right, you didn't have to attend or complete your education at the JCC to make it to the level of the order, right? Mm-hmm. Also, that there are other assassin schools around Japan, so who, know how, who knows how that might figure into any uh, future plot points, right? Like, school versus school, like, uh, what was it? Tokyo Jujutsu High versus Kyoto Jujutsu High, right? Mm-hmm. Um, Let's talk about it. Bro, that highway battle, straight out of the raid, too. Uh, that's that's the vibes I got. Uh, oh, that shit was the raid, the too. Way... That shit was bad boys. That shit was... <laughs> bro, that's what I'm saying. Like, what was that first draft like? That's all I'm saying. Because that... It, two of the most nonchalant killers you could have come across. I mean... Well, one is how... purely nonchalant. The other one is... How... How did he like basically instant transmission himself? <laughs> like, he was on the roof. He, like, he wasn't on the roof. He was on the roof. Like, bro, uh, there's, I feel like it's, it's obviously on purpose that the author never actually like, it's like we see Nagumo in action, but we always have questions when he's in action because there's so much of his action that we don't see that makes him so awesome. Like he's got that, I don't know, but it always feels like there's there's a hidden sleeve or there's a hidden ace up his sleeve, so to speak. I I don't know how to describe it. It's just like, bro, you got to explain this. We can't. We're already taking a big ass leap of faith when we read this manga. It's like, does this dude have like superpowers? Uh, but that being said, and apparently he's like a master. I mean, they've already shown it, right? But he's like a master of disguise too, right? Um, mm-hmm. there's so many questions around Nagumo, but. Uh, I'm hyped for the next chapter. Like, why is he the best? Yeah, <laughs> like, I'm, I'm, dude, I'm hyped for the next chapter. How much time does Sakamoto have left? Because there is an expiration on that disguise. Also, when Natsuki was saying uh, in the previous chapter that things are weird at the JCC right now, was he referring to this, what appears to be political divide? Um, is Sheen any closer to finding the database? Matt, please share your thoughts, bro. Um, For one... <clears throat> fire again yeah we just we're not gonna play no games about that yeah again another episode i mean another chapter no call them episodes because that's what it feels like it feels like we're watching something let's be real yeah this shit i guess that's why i said it um but you're right i'm definitely curious to see how how much more time we have i wish we had like a little timer Mm -hmm. that was going um amane that guy is definitely going to be an issue Mm mm-hmm He's 100. He, I mean, he reminds me of uh, uh, Young Face Mask. Right. Yeah. Just in the way of like, 
Disappearance means something, doesn't it? God damn it. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> he's going to be, even if he isn't a problem, he's going to make himself known because who's right. really the problem for Sakamoto? Right. Um, right. That's a good call. I, in the sense that we're, this isn't going to be the last time we see them, right? Mm-hmm. Um, like, yeah. Um, I don't know. I, I really enjoyed, um, I really enjoyed the, the interaction between what's the other guy's name? Nagumo and, um, Shishiba and Shishiba, mm-hmm. especially when he was just like, you knew she wasn't back there. Didn't you? <laughs> right. He's like, playing games. The yeah. vein pump popping out his head with the gun <laughs> facing up and like, clearly he's looking straight ahead. <laughs> right. And I'm telling you something, there's something to be said. Another thing that should be said about Nagumo, and I'm going to, even though I'm taking this from like other manga, it's like the fox eyes, man. He they has are fox always eyes. a problem. Can't, nobody with fox eyes is not an issue. Dude. It's uh, just, even though he doesn't have them all the time, he has yeah, Dude, I'm going to say the fox eyes OG, and you're going to hate this, Ichimaru Gin from Bleach. Yeah. <laughs> like, like, yeah. The, I don't even hate you for that, bro. No, ultimate fox eyes. Oh yeah, I could do this whole time. Like what? <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Just can't trust it. Yeah, and I also like the he's the there's for a literal moment. First of all, the way that Nagumo just ducks in a seat and Shishima just leans his head to the side. <laughs> yeah, like they're not even the worried gunshots. about it, dude. <laughs> like, and. I love the fact that Nagumo instantly is on the roof. Don't be too flashy. Right. <laughs> and then, like, when the guy comes back out the car to take it, because it's his turn to shoot, there's no one there. Because yeah. Nagumo is already on the roof. Yeah. And by the time his man loads his gun up, he looks uh, over, and Nagumo's already in the car. <laughs> yeah, yeah like, he's like, in the Winter car. Soldier, bro. <laughs> and then, you know, Slaughterhouse, like, right after that. So. Right. I don't know, man. Shit was crazy. I really enjoyed it. Sakamoto Days is up there. It's one of those ones, you know, like every week I'm always looking forward to reading Sakamoto Days. Dude, it better get an anime. Yeah, it, I, I I believe, I really do believe it will. Um, yeah. it, it just doesn't make any sense know. that it wouldn't get one, right? Like, yeah, I, it needs to get deeper first before that happens, but right. the likelihood of it happening, at least in my eyes, and this Very could just high. be wishful thinking, high as hell. Yeah, I'm I'm there with you. Like, it, 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 I think it would be a crime if it didn't get one. Um, man, yeah. With that being said, though, do you have any other thoughts, or are you ready to take us oh, into, our, into the labor of love? <laughs> oh, that's what's next, huh? Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> you sure we, we we ain't got no juice, guys? Unfortunately, no. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, I, I, I will say no, I, I enjoyed the chapter. I will say that, but you guys know what it's what it's about. Uh, yeah. Please. So we got um, my hero academia, chapter three fifty eight, which is titled "The Guy Who's Made Some Progress." Mm-hmm. Um. So also before I even get into this, so I remember last week we were talking about what he's flying into. Mm-hmm. I completely forgot the school was flying. Oh, yeah. I forgot that they were doing that, that the school wasn't on uh, ground anymore. Right. So when we were like sitting there theorizing what he could have been flying to, yeah, he could have been flying to the damn school because the school was in the air. I completely forgot about that. Yeah, I know what you Um, mean. I thought it was like low-key still kind of tethered someplace, but I didn't think it was like floating around like that. Yeah, man. So 
Uh, but yeah, I just want to put that out there real quick. So pretty much in this chapter, we are picking up with essentially everybody and their mama and their auntie trying <laughs> to deal with Tamora. Um, he has lit this like freaky hand thing. It's just going all over on the inside. Everybody is doing what they can to avoid it. You know, the big three is there. Well, two of the big three is there. Um, you know, that's genus, that paper thin ninja dude, pretty much all anybody can do. They're on consistent defense because they're all in a pretty much you cannot be touched protocol. Being touched at all is instant death right. for all of them at this right. point. Um, now, I did have one one thing that I was curious about. I was like, now, is this Shigaraki talking or is this awful one talking through Shigaraki again? I feel like that's been like the one question, right? Like how far is their union, right? That's been plaguing us this whole arc. Um, yeah. But I agree Because with you. some of his words look a certain way and then other ones look another way. So I'm like, is his voice changing? Even like the kind of dull expression that mm-hmm. he had on his face uh, a few pages in. You know what I'm saying? It's just, even though we, I guess, you know, we've never really seen an expression on for one's face because he didn't have one. <laughs> <laughs> but um, I don't know, man. I was curious as to whom it was. Then we got, man, what seemingly has taken forever. Bakugo gets his moment. Bakugo gets a damn battleizer. I mean, uh, some armor. No, no, you call it what it is. That's why. It's a battleizer. That's fine. Uh, Shout out Power Rangers in Space. Uh, Red no Ranger first battleizer uh, thrown out there. <laughs> the suppressive heavy mobile unit, the Strafe Panzer, which, again, all right. And he decides that this dude is just going to shoot everything. <laughs> I was like, oh, my God. He just like he instantly just cuts loose. And, you know, now everybody's having that moment of everybody's trying so hard. So I'm going to try so hard too. Mm-hmm. Um, which is fine. You know, that's par for the course and that's what's supposed to happen in this, especially in these type of situations. So I think it played out how it was supposed to. I like the Bakugo is, you know, uh, somewhat getting his moment. Mm-hmm. Um, I also like that best genus recognized him by his, his name. Yeah. <laughs> Great that, explosion, murder a- God dynamite. Yeah. I thought that was cool. Yeah. Um, I'll also be interested in seeing what his new Houtzer impact looks like. Um, shout out my boy Bakugo, though, if I'm being real, because that's also how the chapter ended. Shout mm-hmm. out my boy Bakugo, and I say shout out to him because I have a very healthy respect for anime and manga characters that learn an attack that works, and they up it when the time comes. They don't wait. Yusuke, you learn the spear gun, that's definitely what you're getting out the gate before you get <laughs> anything else. Like, let's stop the cap. You know what I'm saying? I appreciate people <laughs> who will just like, I know that this technique usually wins me fights. Let's just go ahead and get to that. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> and Bunker goes like, how to impact and getting it done for years now. There's no reason that it's not going to work now. <laughs> like, was like, man, he's made some progress. I'm like, he's doing the same attack with a different fit on. Like, it's the same move. <laughs> Why is that so funny, dude? <laughs> because it's true, bro. But if it ain't broke, you know what I'm saying? I get it. Yeah. I'm mad at it. 
Man, man, what what was your thoughts on the chapter? I'm just lucky like, it ain't broke. No warm up, final blast. Let's get yeah, it. I'm not playing with I you. Got final flash. I got somewhere to go. I got somewhere to be. <laughs> Bro, the Kamehameha wave once upon a time stopped the motherfucker. And guess that's what? That's true. It continues to. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Even if it ain't the first one, it might. Maybe we just need to charge it up real quick. <laughs> <laughs> All right, that dude, I think he just called out a really good trope. <laughs> um, but uh, I'll say I thought it was action packed. Um, one thought I had too, especially when you brought up uh, that the school is floating. Uh, dude, what if Kaminari never recovers from this? <laughs> like, because oh he's, my he's God. exuding so much energy, right? Like, and you know. Uh, after he exudes a lot of power uh, or exerts a lot of power or basically like just uh, 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 discharges, that's the word, mm-hmm. discharges a lot of electricity, he stays in a stupefied state. So what if he never recovers from his stupid? Well, they get him like, and what? other electric people. Yeah, you know, but so, it's like... It's, and I think I mean, they have them on something that's allowing them to keep going. Okay, because I'm like, yo. Uh, no, but you I are Because right. there was I that manga character it. dude who like changes to like a specific panel or character to generate electricity. And there was like one other electric user or two, right? Uh, mm-hmm. You are correct. I'm just like, wouldn't it be crazy if one of the unfortunate sacrifices this day, or if this day took a heavy toll? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's like, it's like, he just stays stupefied. If the toll that it extracted from Kiminari was brain cells. <laughs> yeah, it's like, oh, um, okay. They alluded to this the last time we saw them about Shigaraki's body basically evolving to the point where quirks are just the norm for his body. So it, like, it doesn't even register as a quirk. Um, it made me think though, like, will his body deteriorate along the lines of like lifespan getting cut in half uh, or limited because I was really thinking about this and again this is a long-running series so maybe this has been covered uh, maybe it has and maybe I forgot or whatever and if it has please feel free to let me know in the comments I don't care I'm always down to, to get pointed to a chapter and do a little reread but um, has All for One done something like this before in terms of switching bodies right I think it's just been him in that main body this whole time Right. And again, it makes us think about like how far their union is. But the reason why I'm asking this is because if Shigaraki is the first one uh, to have his body modified and prepared to be able to accommodate all these quirks or whatever and be a suitable host for all for one, uh, do they know what all the side effects are? Right. Could his body or his lifespan end up being like cut in half? Could he end up deteriorating because, you know, maybe you know, all for one's original body was made to handle the quirk stealing and quirk housing. But um, as far as, you know, they did as much as they could with the doctor and him or whatever, but like, would that actually work? I don't know. Uh, I'm just throwing it out there. I, I'm not, I'm not trying to, to get anything by it. I, it just popped in my head. So I figured I'd say it on the podcast, like, uh, does anybody feel the same way? Like, could that end up being the downfall of this? Right. So I, I actually have an answer to that, which is they have not done this. They're in uncharted waters because his whole, remember they were saying his whole little secret mission this whole time was to be able to get another body. Right. Because he knew this one was done. So I they mean, had been looking for. Dobby was a spare. Yeah. 
Yeah, they um, they have been looking like for replacements. You know, they had that that whole school and all that where all those yep. kids were. And you're right, Dobby was one of them. But I don't think, like, essentially, no one ever got to that point. Mm-hmm. No one got as far as Shigaraki did. You know, mm-hmm. um, so I, I you know, I, I, that's just kind of where I take it. I mean, like, they've had a few people be close. Like, you know, if you've seen the movie, at least that first one, like Nine, was considered one of those people as well. Mm-hmm. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So I think he, I don't think there's like everybody's in uncharted territory at this point. That's but what I'm it, saying. Go ahead. Go ahead. Sorry. I was going to say, but it also begs the question, just adding in on top of that, as to like if he's taking that body and this is that and the third, right? Mm-hmm. Bro, what the fuck is going on? With what just happened when that damn eye sprouted out and like suddenly. Nigga, I got airy. something for you on that one. Yeah. Um, I got something for you toward the end, but. Uh, I'm just I'm just putting it out there because like I don't know if there's a thread we can pull on there, but I figure we might as well mention that because like you're saying, right? Uncharted territory. If they've never done this before, do they know what toll that could have on the new host body? Right? Could that mm-hmm. end up being what causes the defeat? I don't know. Um, but yeah. Next thing, Bakugo's updated like look. Made you went bad lies. I was like, oh, he's War Machine. <laughs> uh, yeah, that, that too. That's what I was just like, he, I, shit, he was War Machine when he lit that first blast off. Right, like, but I mean, the way the 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 equipment just expanded out, like, it made me think Nano Machines. It made me think Iron Man. I was like, oh, this is kind of sick. So when it does get animated, I hope it gets its due. Um, because that looks like it'd be like a kind of a dope transformation sequence, like all these extra cannons and. And whatever, like popping up on his shoulders or whatever. It's like my man just straight up turned into a war machine. Um mm-hmm. okay. That's this, something I'm gonna be really looking forward to seeing get animated. Yeah. Um, this is where I get into my gripes, and it's kind of similar to the gripe I had for the past few weeks. And Matt, same thing. Um mm-hmm. I just kept the gripe to myself, other I, than the fact that Aoyama's well, no, we have <laughs> we have this platform, might as well share our gripes with the world. I'm I'm hating this old style of storytelling now uh continuously in the sense that finish one zone at a time like i'm not a fan of the concurrent storyline hopping before one storyline finishes you know what i mean it's like mm-hmm. it, i i don't I'll, I'll just keep saying it but okay let's get back to shigaraki being a little handsy but don't right but so many chapters happened between this one and the last time we were in this zone that I honestly forgot some of the details, right? Uh, I'd say if you're going to be doing this type of storytelling, then at least have some type of uh, chapter recap text bubble like in the top left corner or something. Like how they do in American comics, honestly. Um, I mean, if you're going to copy the American vibe that much and Please don't you even dare say in the comments that they're not copying the American style. Horikoshi has straight up done like American comic book covers for my hero. It, it is literally the American superhero aesthetic. He's also said Let's it. get that out the way. Um, he's also said it. He's also said it, right? <laughs> so, it's like, right. so it's like, if you're going to do that, why not just include a recap? Because, dude, so many things happened. Literally between the last time we we were in the zone, so I'm just like nigga, I, I should have forgot a few details, um, yeah. but whatever. Uh, I agree. Best genus calling him by his ridiculous hero name. That's acknowledgement. That's good. But it kind of also made me think of Vegeta apologizing to Gohan during Cell Soccer. I don't know why. Um, hmm. You know what I mean? Like 
like doing something that's that out of character. <laughs> like, like I, I, I don't know. It, I don't know if it's ominous or I, I don't think in this case it was ominous, but it just gave me that vibe. But I get you though. Um, I don't make sense. Yeah, I, I don't think the cluster bomb is going to do that much damage. Uh, not to Shigaraki as he is now. Um, no, it's not about to do shit. Yeah, like I think I, I think she I think not nah, she could I, I think uh, Bakugo might be in for a rude awakening or Deku shows up just in time. Like, hey, bro, what up, nigga buddy? Need some cream or something. He need an aquifer. Like, I ain't seen. I, where's the cocoa butter cannon, nigga? That's what you needed. That probably would that moisturize quirk, the cocoa. The moisturization quirk. <laughs> yeah, bro, with the eyes need to just that's doing it right now. You know, the, the water dude need to just put that shit on him. <laughs> Maybe tomorrow, chill his when ass they were, out. They were loading quirks into Shigaraki. All of them was like, uh, he looked at the moisturizer quirk and he just unclicked like, it. Nah. <laughs> like, he's like, nah, nah he's he don't need that. that. He's like, like, you sure, bro? Uh, <laughs> like, have you seen him? <laughs> his lips are literally cracked. Like, <laughs> like think Robbie Lawler versus Roy McDonald, the final one. Uh, like, I was just like, yeah. Uh, where's Deku? Did all for one get his face back? Stop zone hopping. That's my final thought. I'll read it next week. Don't get me wrong. I'm just saying. What was, like, what's this you were saying about Airy though? I didn't say nothing about Airy. Well, in you, the sense you that- You said that you had something to say about all for one with Airy and all of that. Oh no, that was pretty much it. Like, did he get his face back? <laughs> like, yeah. like, like that's all I'm concerned about. You can't end last chapter with like the fucking eye and the ear popping up and then switch over to this. Like, I mean, although it did end on like Deku, you know, seeing something in the distance, but I'm just like, yo, that's why I'm like, stop zone hopping, finish one thing I'm at gonna a time. I'm going to tell you this. I'm only honoring this zone hop if in the next chapter, Deku was like coming there. Because yeah. if that's where he was headed, then I'm kind of okay with it because it makes sense. Right. But if, if dude, if, TJ, <laughs> if we get, if Deku pops up somewhere other than there, I'm really going to be mad. I'm going to be like, why did y'all even show me this? Why would you even show me that he's in this scenario then? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. What was even the point? Yeah. Yeah. But yeah. Um, is, uh, is, that, is that all you got? Yeah, no, nah, I got nothing my hero. My hero. I'm good. Topic of the week. <laughs> right. Uh. Our topic of the week was essentially topic, your first model yeah. kit, right? Mm-hmm. What was your first model kit? What got you into the models? I'm going to let you go ahead and start. Um, I guess it won't be a surprise that my first model kit was a Gundam kit. Um, but I can't remember what kit it was specifically other than it was a high grade 1 over 144 kit that I got from Chicago Comics. Shout out. Um which, if you've never been to Chicago Comics, it's in Chicago, uh, Belmont stop if you take the L, right? Uh, like awful, like, I want to say Clark and school up on the north side. But I remember this specifically because Chicago Comics, other than like your Barnes and Noble and your Borders RIP, uh, it, could, it was like one of the go-to spots to not only get comic books, like actual comic book issues, not trade paperbacks, uh, although they did have them, but also manga and hobby stuff for me. Um, so it's like, I remember seeing a bunch of high grade kits there. I remember they had a master grade uh, Shining Gundam. And this was like in the era too, where I was like, I was just like actively watching G Gundam. And I was like, yo, but you know, I was broke. I was a child and I could not afford a master grade kit at the time. 
Um, but I could afford a high grade kit. So it was funny too, because for me, like that was my first ever model kit. And I guess, I mean, if you go back to when I was a kid, you know, if you count Legos as some type of modeling, I had access to them, but like, I wasn't, you know, building anything that was showing up on the box and Legos. I was just, all right, let's click these bricks together, you know? And then (laughs) this is going to really date me, date me. But like, I used to have like one of those metal erector set kits. Um, boy, oh boy! Way back That's in the day, like the my, most dangerous shit that we let my, kids dude, build. Yeah, with. my dad would like really wanted me to get into engineering heavy, I guess. Uh, but he like, yeah, uh, I I used but to. You want mess me to be an those. engineer? Right, basically. Um, but but yeah, no. I, I, first, like legit model kit was a high grade Gundam kit, uh, and I want to say first time I started assembling it, I did not have the right equipment at all. Uh, I think I was using nail clippers or I was using yep. the old twist off meta, uh, method Been to there. get like the parts out of the runners, um, which is not a good looking model. <laughs> I will <laughs> say like, shit look janky. Uh, but, but hey, we all start somewhere, man. How about you, yeah. Matt? Um, one of the first ones I had was actually, I actually did build a, a Lego thing all the way out. Mm-hmm. I just can't remember what the uh what it was, but mm-hmm. it was a, a helicopter and I then I built a car also. Nice, nice. Um, but <clears throat> I'm not gonna actually really utilize that one. I think I'm gonna just go with the Gundam ones because I didn't, you know, I I didn't really get into building models behind that. Mm-hmm. Um, so if, if I'm going Gundams, then the first one that I got was a one out of 144 uh, Gundam RX-78 Mark II. Nice. Uh, The OG. Real grade. Why would that be your first? So. (laughs) Why would you make that? (laughs) Oh, yeah. So for those of you who do not know, for those of you who are not familiar with the the Gundam model kids, Gunplug, or what have you, real grades are the longest build and the most complex build. And 144 is the smallest size that you can get. That was your first? (laughs) So I... You kept building them since, huh? Okay. I was right. Yeah. I finally put myself in a position where I could, you know, I had the money and all that. Listen, Matt started in hard mode. That's, I don't think that's what you guys are understanding. Like he yeah, I don't think anybody gets it. Yeah, I started in the most <laughs> difficult way possible. I, so, yeah, I was looking for, you know, I wanted to get a model. I was looking around, looking around, looking around. So I was like, man, you know what? If I'm going to spend my money, I'm going to get a model that I'm really into, especially if I'm about to start on this path, because I know myself, right? And, you know, obviously I knew what, it, what time it was going to be. I was like, yeah, I'm probably going to end up getting some form of the RX-78. It's, you know, it's my favorite arc of, you know, period of time. It's the Gundam Mark II. I had to go grab it to double check. Uh, Mark II, the RX-78 AEUG edition. So this one is one of the prototype models that Armoro does end up using. It just has extra guns and shit like that on the shoulders. Anyway, mm-hmm. um, yeah, I also was of the assumption they were all of that, that all of them would be that mm-hmm. complex. Um, and I talked to Bryce about it because I knew Bryce built some and he was like, 
he essentially said what you did was like, bro, you literally started the hardest way you possibly could. <laughs> right, yeah. Like, because also with real grades, you have to do all the detailing. You have to mm-hmm. put all the stickers and all that shit in. The only thing you're not doing is painting if you don't want to. But oh but it's God. a sm- the smallest form factor. And those stickers, yeah. dude, can get so small. Like, <sighs> TJ? Yeah, you started life on hard. Listen to me. The, the gym... In the center of the Gundam head piece, the little green piece. How many that's hours? That's a fucking sticker. <laughs> How many hours? <laughs> <laughs> it's a sticker, TJ. I had to take, like, what well, I don't even know what this tool was, but I was using some, it was definitely something for like your nails. It wasn't a nail clipper. You got that like was some type of tweezer. my first thing. Yeah, yeah it was some, some tweezer variation. Mm-hmm. And I had to like try to use that to get it off the sticker page first. Yeah. And then try to put that on the model and then try, okay, can you imagine these my dumbass fucking fingers trying <laughs> to push this damn sticker where it's in line? Oh my God, I can, I can visualize like you getting frustrated because I know what's happened to me when like your fingers Whoa. are too sweaty and it's like you and were just about big. to set it. You and you somehow it. slide it past like a millimeter and it's off. And you're like, well, fuck. <laughs> like, yeah. And it's like, like, I throw the whole kid away. Yeah. Like, and now I hate life. Yeah. Like I'm trying to put a sticker <laughs> oh on a God. piece that's the size of my thumbnail. <laughs> yeah. You get what I'm saying? Like, yeah. Jesus. But There's yeah, that was no room for error. <laughs> no, bro. There was like, none. It took me so long to finish this damn gun. Like, <laughs> I just worked on it like on a day to day basis until I was finished with it. <laughs> and I was just like, dude. this was out of control. And then Bryce was like, like yeah. He's like, you got to look out. Like, real grades are this and this is that and the third. And I was like, ah, mm-hmm. like, I didn't know. <laughs> My boy accidentally started life on hard mode and has built, been building kids since. But like, what a way yeah, to get man. into the I just world, kept it man. Going. <laughs> uh, man yeah man that shit was crazy but yeah that's that's what got me into it um that's what got me started and you know haven't looked back since so i've just been building kits ever since then yes sir that's how, that's how you boy did it yes, sir. uh tj you got any final thoughts uh if you've never done gunpla or you're interested in getting into it um pick a kit even if it's on hard mode like dude uh, Adam Savage, Mythbusters, tested his first uh, Gundam kit, although he's got access to way better tools than any of us, right? Was like mm-hmm. uh, the RX-78 Perfect Grade Unleashed. <laughs> like like wow. the highest level kit. But I'm saying like, if you're into Gunpla, like jump in on it, uh, get yourself some nice nippers. So those are the little tools you use to like cut the parts out of the runners. Get yourself some some like nail sanders or or some uh, sandpaper and just like have fun with it. You'll probably need some tweezers if you want to do stickers. You want to go to the next level and paint it, do you. But um, yeah, no, they they got they got uh, grade levels for everybody. If you don't know what I mean by the grade levels, like you'll see like uh, master grade, high grade, real grade, high resolution model, perfect grade, et cetera. And it's just going to indicate like what level of complexity is associated with each kit and what is the... Uh, the size of each kit, like uh, compared to what would be the theoretical size of a natural Gundam. Um, mm-hmm. But now if you're into it, do it. And, you know, we don't just do Gundam kits. I know all myself, I've messed with like some Zoids kits. I've messed with some car kits. Uh, it's just a fun time. Like if you're, I've messed with some uh, Transformers kits, low key. 
but like and and they got like figure ice kits or whatever but if you just like putting things together and like it for me it's a hobby where when i'm doing it all i can do is focus on it like mm-hmm. and it's really relaxing at least for yeah me. yeah no it's like it's I, I i'm not quite turning my brain off per se but it's like it's one of those activities where it's the only thing i can focus on and it's quite peaceful so yeah it, I, I found a lot of peace in it yeah I, i'd say if you're into it check it out and then if you do uh mess with some hobby kits or whatever like tag us like hit us up on instagram like let us know because we're into it um, yeah man we all in the same community yeah 100 percent. but with that you got any final thoughts bro uh no ayama's a bitch um always and we haven't seen him forever and i just need that to like remain known yeah yeah that needs to be that needs to remain known that's what they should have let baku go uh up on him and then maybe we could have been even people <laughs> died because of dude man and i'm not gonna let that go and I just need that to be known. With that right. said, thank you guys for checking out another, another, another no episode of the Now Mind You podcast. Um, if you guys would like, you can follow us at actually not going to do that first before I get into our shameless plug, plug, plugs. Um, I'm going to let you guys know what we are reviewing next week. <clears throat> so next week we will have Kaiju number eight. Correct. Um, we will not have my hero, mm. but we will. Hold on, let me just double check my calendar, make sure it's the right date. Yep, we will also be getting the return of the big boy, the big homie, Jujutsu <laughs> Kaiser. <laughs> the big homie, the big homie, Jujutsu Kaiser, Sakamoto Days, and Hajime no Ipo. Yep. Also, within the next two three weeks, we might be having another uh, another manga that we're gonna throw on the rotation. We're working on that right now. Mm-hmm. Um, and also, if you guys got any suggestions, any manga that you guys are reading that maybe you might want to get our thoughts on, or maybe hear us talk about on the show, mm-hmm. shoot them to us. And this is the time for the plugs, right? Shoot them to us on our social media. You can send it to me at Matt Hambrick. Um, you can send it to us both at Now Mind You Podcast, Now Mind mm-hmm. You Pod, pretty much on all social media. Shoot it to us on Reddit. Shoot it to us on Discord. Shoot it to us on Instagram. Shoot mm-hmm. it to us on Twitter. Send us a comment on YouTube. We'll find it. Send us a message on YouTube. We'll find it. Mm-hmm. Uh, TJ, where can they find you if they want to send you their Zoids? That's <laughs> for skate. That's T-U-S-S number four underscore S-K-A-T-E on the gram. Uh yeah, just hit me up there, send me a DM, tag me, do what you gotta do. Um, or just hit up us up on like the common account, right? The now mind you pod account. Um, but also before I kick it back over to Matt, uh, don't forget that we are not only on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Anchor, SoundCloud, but we are also on Amazon Music and mm-hmm. Google Podcasts now. So you mm-hmm. can hit us up there. And I'm working on getting us onto a few other platforms as well. So uh, keep your eyes peeled for that, and I'm gonna take it. I'm gonna kick it back over to Matt. Yep. Thank you guys for checking us out. We will see y'all next week, and if you finna stick around, we'll see you in the combat episode. That is right. Peace. Peace. <laughs>